0: Ramba Mishneh Torah, Hilchashita, the laws of ritual slaughter. And these laws include within it the laws of trefa, of what makes something treif. The word treif means the animal will die on its own and does not have longevity because there's something wrong with it. And therefore, already now, even though it looks great, it's not kosher. Early Now, we're about to learn chapter 6. Shishi, chapter 6. Earlier in chapter 5, we learned that there is a whole list eight types of trefa, and the first type is what chapter 5 was devoted to and that was drusa, what it means when an animal attacks another animal a lion attacks a cow and the second of the list of eight is Nikuva. Nikuva is punctured and chapter 6 is dedicated to Nikuba. Aleph Nikuva Ketzad. What is Nikuva? What do we mean by Nikuva? And again the word Nikuva means perforated or punctured. So now there's a sub-list. A list within a list. There are 11 internal organs. If one of those organs were perforated, or punctured, going inner, into the inner cavity, even slightly punctured, trefah, the animal is considered trefah, And trefah is a term we're not going to translate again and again and again Trefa means not kosher, because the animal will not be able to live for any substantial amount of time. It's dying, and therefore it's already tref. So there are 11 internal organs, where if they are punctured or perforated in the slightest amount, if they reach the inner cavity of that organ, the animal is called trefa. Today, the word trefa has taken a very loose poetic meaning and it means the opposite of kosher. But that's because it's a borrowed term. Technically, there is nevela. Nevela is an animal that dies on its own, it's dead. Trefa is an animal that's going to die. The Elohain, these are the organs. One is Tarbates haveshet or haveshet, the entrance to the gullet the entrance to the esophagus. We learned earlier that if there is a puncture in the esophagus, it's nevela. But here, if there's a puncture in the entrance to the the gullet, or to the esophagus, it's called trefa. The next one is ukrum shomeach harosh, the membrane around the brain in the skull. The brain within the skull has a membrane. A fine piece of skin which covers it. The other is the heart and the arteries of the heart. The next is the gallbladder. The next is the arteries and blood vessels leading to the liver. The other is the stomach. And now, it must be pointed out for those that are not familiar with how the inner, with the inner workings of cows and goats and sheep that a kosher domesticated animal such as a cow, goat, sheep, has four stomachs. Imagine if they had to do a stomach bypass, what the price would be. If any one of them is perforated, the animal is trafe. So this term which we just mentioned, keva, as well as the next three, refer to these four stomachs, and they are vahakeva, vahakores, vihameses, oveshakeses, he translates here as the maw, the stomach, the abdomen, and the gut, but the bottom line is, is that these are the four stomachs of the cow. If either of them is perforated, the animal is considered trefa. The hadakin and the intestines, the horeya Imakoneshala, and then the biggie. What's the biggie? The lung and its pipe, its tubes, the bronchia, which is going to get a whole chapter for itself because the most complex organ in bedika. Remember, we said that the word sholchet is usually listed as shub, shin, vav. Acrostic Bay standing for shochet u'bodek, a slaughterer and one who inspects. What do we inspect? The answer is, this is what we inspect. Very complex laws. As I said, my paternal grandfather was a Shochet-u-Bodek, and he said that the Shechita was easy compared to the Badika. The Badika would exhaust him and deplete him. Bayes, paragraph 2... We've already explained the whole issue of the entrance to the esophagus. We learned earlier which part of the esophagus should be cut, and can be cut, and has to be cut in ritual slaughter. The esophagus, the Veshet, is one of the two signs that has to be severed. So we learned what part of the Veshet is appropriate. And what part is too high? The part that's too high is this tarbets haveshet, the entrance of the gullet. It's the part of the veshet that's not appropriate for Shita. for sacrifice, for for a slaughter rather. If that area was punctured and the puncture went into the inner cavity, even though the puncture was a tiny puncture, Trefo it's considered trefo. moving right along, shnei krumes, yeshlamayach shebereish, the brain in the skull has not one but two membranes. yimnike El yonah bilvad, if the outer one near the skull bone alone is punctured, it's still permissible because it's the one closer to the skull, further from the brain. But, but if the inner membrane, the one closer to the brain, is punctured, tray for the animals considered it's not going to make it. there is a portion of the brain which continues down to the spinal cord. We know that within an animal, within a human being, the spinal cord is a very critical uh, part of the uh, anatomy. The brain leads directly into the spinal cord. So when it starts flowing into the spinal cord, and that is the portion below the glands, he refers to the glands as pollen, because the glands are shaped like beans. That's below the glands where the neck begins, the beginning of the neck. din achar. Then the laws governing, puncturing, this membrane will be different. But we're talking about higher up in the brain itself. But if the puncture is beyond the glands, the animal is permitted. It's not treif. What about the brain itself? Shenike, which is punctured or perforated, einismaech, or it became liquefied or softened, but the membrane is still there. Interestingly enough, of the animal is kosher because the membrane protects it. kamayim, kamaim but if it became liquefied like water or melted like wax, treifa, then it's considered treifa. Again, just to clarify, what does trefa mean? In plain simple English, it means not kosher, and it means the animal has no longevity, it's going to die on its own, so it's already not kosher. Hey, the animal is terminal. What about the heart? When there's a puncture in the inner cavity of the heart, Bein lachol godol whether it's the large cavity on the left, called, I believe, the left ventricle. Bein lachol kotin or the smaller cavity on the right, which is the right ventricle. Trefa, if the puncture is there, the animal is considered trefa. Avolim sar However, if only the fleshy part of the heart was punctured, and the Puncture does not reach into the inner cavity of the heart, then the animal is permitted. What about the arteries leading to the heart or from the heart? This is the artery leading from the heart to the lung. It's considered like the heart itself. And if it was perforated, reaching the inner part of it internally, even slightly. <laughs> trefa, the animal is not, it is considered a trefa. Vav six Mura the covet says ma What if the gallbladder was punctured? But the liver pressing up against it seals it. Muteras, the animal is permitted. However, if the perforation is not sealed, by the liver, afal pishu sumach Even though it's adjacent to the liver, Trefa, it's considered treifa. Zayin nazya shenimtzis b'morah. What if a kernel of grain or any kernel-like entity is found in the gallbladder? Im hayso kimegarina shalt If it's like The seed of a date. She'ain Reishachad, what's important to us regarding the seed of a date? Its point is not sharp. It's not sharp. It's not going to puncture necessarily. Muteris, then it's permissible because we don't have to assume that the gallbladder was punctured. The Imre Shachad Kigarinas hazayis if however its head is pointed. Like the seed of an olive. Asura, it's forbidden. Why? Share nikva because we can safely assume that it punctured the gallbladder when it entered. In that case, why can't we see the hole which this olive seed sized thing caused? Bibnai hu glod piamaka because a scab, scar tissue, developed over the opening of the wound. And therefore, it's not obvious to the eye, but being that this object is pointy, like the seed of an olive, and sharp and prickly, we can assume that it did puncture it, and therefore it would be considered non-kosher. And there are diagrams here for some of the laws we just learned. Ches, the arteries of the liver, the hein, and they are, they are the areas where the blood develops and matures, and they are punctured, if any of these articles were punctured, ever so slightly, treif for the animals, considered treif. The fecal, therefore, machat, if a needle, And this is a big problem, because an animal swallows stuff, and it will swallow anything. And if it's munching on grass, and somebody dropped a needle in the grass, then the animal will munch the needle. (laughs) What if a needle is found in the lobes of the liver? (laughs) It was a large needle. And the dull end of the needle was pointing inward. Then you can assume that it got punctured when it entered. But if the rounded edge was facing... I'm sorry, I said it wrong earlier. Let me go back a little bit. If the pointed edge was facing inward, so we can assume that it was punctured. Because the pointed edge was facing inward, that's how it got in, so it created a puncture. But if the blunt edge was pointing inward, we say, that it went through the blood vessels, and it did not puncture anything, and the animals permit it. That's if it was a big needle. But If it was a small needle, then either way, the animal is considered trefo. Why? Maybe it went in through the blunt end. Because when a needle is small enough, even the blunt end is sharp. We're certain that this liver lobe was punctured. And if this was found in the large blood vessel, Or of the liver. And that would be the very wide artery. Where the blood, which is made from the food, enters into the liver. The liver cleanses the blood. So the blood comes from the food area. The latest food deposit into the blood, entering to the liver. Then it is permissible kove, because it went in through the wide area there. Opsarkove, Cislea muteres. Furthermore, if somebody finds that the flesh of the liver became worm-ridden, that means there's something wrong in the liver, because worms developed. Muteres, the animal, is permissible. Why? Because it is a problem, but it's not necessarily going to die in the relative near future. Yud, Kevo, we learned earlier that the keva is that first stomach. Which he translates here as the maw. What if the first stomach is punctured, is perforated? But, khalef toher sesem We learned earlier that some of the fat is kosher, permissible fat. Some of the fat of an animal is non-kosher fat. Kosher is called chelev toher, or another word for it is shuman kosher fat, and then there is chalev the forbidden. So this is chilev toher, there's kosher fat, is sealing the puncture within the first stomach, or actually, I think the keva is the fourth stomach. The more is being sealed, the puncture in the more is being sealed by this chilev toher, by this kosher chilev. Muteres it's kosher, vechen kol nekev the rule of thumb is is any puncture wound which is being sealed properly by the flesh of the animal or the kosher fat of the animal it's permissible because this will actually do a good job sealing The exception is the fat around the heart and the membrane above, around the heart Those are not good as sealing components. The separation, which separates between the digestive organs and the respiratory organs, which is the the diaphragm, the belly has a separation, like a curtain, which is called the diaphragm, which separates the digestive organs from the respiratory organs, the stomach from the lungs. If you want to know which membrane this is, what the diaphragm is, that's what you tear, and then you'll see the lungs. The this is called tarpe this is called the membrane above the liver. The and the white place in the middle, the and the fat of the last intestine shabeyvode melevin maginim. They don't protect the fish ain't Why? Because they're hard. The neck of shanistem bechamehem and a puncture that was sealed. In one of them, Ene is not really sealed. We learned earlier that the chaylev, the fat of a wild animal, such as a deer, is never forbidden. However, what if that same part of the deer closes this puncture? Even though it's not forbidden, Ene it still doesn't close. Even though it's permissible to eat, one has nothing to do with the other. Yud Aleph Eleven Koreis when the stomach itself, called Koreis, Shenikev, was perforated, the part of the stomach called Koreis. the ein she used to may say nothing is sealing the puncture. Shariyachel of Shalavaster because even if it's sealed by Chelab, that Chelab is forbidden. messes Hamesesu Beis Hakhesa Shenikev Echad Mehem Lachutz. So also the other two stomachs, called Meses and Beis where they're punctured externally, trefa, all of these are Treifah. But if one is punctured going into the other, these stomachs lay one next to the other. If it goes from one to the other, so one will protect the other, Muteres, it is permissible. Yud <coughs> one of these stomachs is called base HaKoses. Ma'achat a needle, shanimtis, which is found bi'obi in the thickness of beis which he translates here as the fold of the gut, the folds of the gut. It's one of the stomachs mitzad echad from one side. Ksheira it's kosher. Minikvanechad mefulish, but if it went through and through. The teich halal be'sakcesis into the cavity of the besa We nimtzes tipas nekab. And furthermore, a drop of blood is found by that puncture. Treifa, it's considered treifa. Shavade Because our dilemma is, did the puncture happen before it was slaughtered or after it was slaughtered? Being that there was blood, surely before it was slaughtered. Abal main dom but there was no blood. it's permissible. Shavade because this needle punctured it after it was slaughtered, and then it doesn't really matter. When an animal swallows something that will cut and perforate its intestines, again, for example, the root of an asafetida plant, a very hard plant, which will, for sure, cut the intestines. Because this type of plant surely perforates, perforates. but if we're not sure of that which the animal swallowed, whether it punctured the intestines or not, then the shochen has to check it. Throughout the intestine area, he has to inspect and check to see if there's any Puncture that was made, and they are called in the small intestines. If they're punctured, then it's not kosher. Then there is the intestine that goes round and around and surrounding each other like a coiled snake, and here you have a picture of it and this is called in Aramaic if one piece was punctured into the other which coils around it, its kosher because its other, because the other part of the intestine coiled around it protects it when the digestive organs were punctured, and the body fluids plug up the puncture. It's not, it's called treifa. It doesn't work. Because it's not a lasting plugging. The Shochet is checking the digestive organs. Suddenly a dog or a wolf comes along and grabs the digestive organs. Wants to have lunch? By the time the dog or the wolf is finished with it, it has a hole in it, Talon, but you can assume that the dog or the wolf made the hole, or and it's permissible. And we're not obligated to say, Maybe the hole was there before, and the dog happened to bite into the exact spot of the hole. I'm sorry. What if it was found, punctured? We're not sure. If the puncture happened before the ritual slaughter or after. If it happened before, it's not kosher. If it happened after, it doesn't matter. Then we do a test, we do an exercise. We learned something similar to this earlier. We take and puncture, a new puncture. Then we analyze and compare the punctures. If the first puncture looks like the second puncture, then they're both man-made. They both happened later but if there's a very strong difference between the first puncture and the second puncture, we can assume that that the first one happened before the shechita, therefore it's straight. If in the puncture which we're inspecting, there was a lot of hand activity and a lot of rubbing went on, and therefore how can we expect to create the second man-made one to look similar. Therefore, we need to do a lot of hand movement and a lot of rubbing in the second one as well. And only then can we do the comparison. This is the big, the Pepsi taste test. When an animal's digestive organs protrude outside its body, but there was no perforation, no perforation. Muteres, it's permissible. However, vim but if they were turned upside down, where the intestines are on, one big mishmash, Afa even though they were not punctured, trefa, the animal is considered not usable a treifa. Because, during the animal's lifetime, it's impossible to restore these intestines in the appropriate way once they were turned, and therefore the animal's not going to make it, it's not going to live. And again, these are all the jobs of the bodek, of the shochet to inspect, big job. Tezayin, achrein the final digestive organ, shushoveh, which is straight, vein bayikim, there's no curvature, vehu erva, and that's where the waste is excreted from the private area of the animal, vehu and that is joined between the thighs, or the buttocks, who are nikrah that's called chalchhailas, the chalkhailas, the colon. Im Nikib Mashu, and if this Chalchhailus or colon is punctured ever so slightly, Trefa is considered the Trefa. kishara may I am like all the other intestines. Bahmed warahmamur and when does this apply? Sha Lachalal Habetan, if it was perforated facing the cavity of the belly, but if it's perforated in the place where the colon joins the thighs, it's permissible. Even if the entire place where it's joined with the thighs is removed, it's still permissible. As long as, speaking of the animal as large as an ox, as long as there are four finger breaths left, then it's permissible so that's the deal with an animal what about a, what about a bird the bird does not have four stomachs like the animal actually connect them but in its place instead it has two areas one is called a zepek, translated as a crop and the other is called the a craw, the zepik is the small bag near the esophagus and the kurkabon is the stomach, the larger stomach. And here there is a diagram. So we see here the gullet, the crop which is the first area and ultimately the craw which is the big stomach for the bird. That's called zepik and kurkabon. The All the laws of trefa are equal pasqual, when it comes to domestic animal, wild animal and bird. And therefore, the this crop, of Gaga who whose roof was punctured even slightly. Trefa is tre, what's called the gag, the roof of the zepik imaveshet sabari, that is the part that will become stretched and extended with the gullet when the bird extends its neck. avoshar shenipik, but the rest, Shinikib, the rest of the crop, which is punctured, muter, is still permissible. Yutches, speaking now of the second part, the larger stomach of the bird called the kurkavon shnei kisin yesh pekorkavon, there are two membranes covering the korkavon. and odam, the outer one is red, reddish, ba'apnimi lovan, and the inner one is whitish, kameyer, like skin. nikiv zeh if one membrane is punctured, the other was not, it's okay, muteris, it's permissible. ad sheinokvu shnei kimashu. until they're both punctured, even slightly, then they become, only then do they become non kosher. Trefa. What if they were both punctured? But the punctures do not line up one with another. One is here and the other is here. Mutter, it's permissible. Yutas, now there's one important organ which was not listed in the list earlier. Hatcheel, the spleen is not one of those internal organs where if it's punctured or perforated ever so slightly, it's trefa. The spleen is not one of those organs. Our sages did not enumerate them in the group of the listing of those which are the puncture that disqualifies it has a measure which is not uniform throughout. Ketzad, "How does it work? the spleen One end of the spleen is thick, and the other end is thin. If you want to know what it's similar to? A tongue. The tongue of an animal is thick on one end and thin on the other end. Therefore, if this puncture or perforation was on the thick end and it goes from side to side, then it's treif. But if it doesn't go through and through, If there remains under it enough skin of the spleen, enough spleen, like the thickness, the diameter of a gold dinar, which was a coin, then it's still permissible, because you still have enough left. But if there's less than the thickness of a gold coin left, unpunctured in the spleen, then it's it might as well be through and through, or trefo, and it's trefo. Avelim hadak, but if the thin end, the other end, was punctured, sheda, it is kosher. Chaf 20, kol eber shamra any one of the organs with regard to which our sages said, shim Bamashu amashi that if it's punctured ever so slightly, it is trefo, it's not kosher. Which means that the slaughtering was done properly and now the shokhet is testing and he looks in the test, he finds a problem. So the whole animal is not kosher. Kach, so also, here's a very interesting law. In nitl if the entire organ is missing, Trefa, it's also considered Trefa, not kosher. Ben Shinito li, whether the animal lost this particular organ in illness, a biyad or by hand, mentionedbra was born without it. So therefore, lacking one of these organs, which, if it was punctured, makes a trafe, if it's missing the organ, it's also trafe. Now comes a fascinating law. So also, if it was created with two organs, instead of one organ, it has two organs. Trefo, it is not kosher. Here's a very interesting principle in halacha. Shekol hayoser kenotl hukhoshiv. The language which is usually used is kol yeser kenotl domi. Anything extra is like it's missing. So you can't have two livers. If you have two livers, you might as well have no liver. Two lungs, oh, I mean, <laughs> two sets of lungs. Two hearts. Ketzad, for example, nital echad min One of the intestines were removed ahamora or the gallbladder or or similar ben whether in Foul. More animal. So also, if there's two gallbladders, or there's two sets of intestines. Anything similar has the same halacha. Anything extra, it's as if it's missing. However. If the trail is taken, the trail we learned, is the spleen. Eishenim tsushnaim or there's two spleens, and we just learned that the spleen is not one of these organs. Moteres, it's permissible. Because the spleen is not enumerated as one of these critical organs. And I just want to share a Torah thought, which I recall vividly. My father teaching me several times. He asked a question. He said, in this halacha of kol yeser, kenotl dami, that anything that is extra, something has two of something, it's as if it has none of something, he says, I would think it doesn't make sense. Because if you have two of something, then you're better. So not only is it not a problem, you're ahead of the game. How does that make sense? Where's the logic? So my father a blessed memory explained that only in today's day do we have the true explanation because nowadays there's a relatively new disease which was not known many many years ago and that's the terrible disease where something alien begins to grow within the body And sucks the energy out of the body and becomes bigger and bigger and affects the whole body and then the person dies a tumor or the like may we not know from it so the moral of the story is that when something that is in the body is there and doesn't belong there it depletes the body and takes the energy from the rest of the body and therefore it's a killer so it's only nowadays where, relatively speaking, we have this relatively new disease, which was not commonly known hundreds and hundreds, certainly not thousands of years ago. We finally understand the principle of this halacha. That is again a lesson taught to me time and again when we learned this section by my father. Khaf Aleph 21 Ham'i hayaser, An extra digestive organ which causes an animal to be considered traif. We just learned that kol This has to be the case where the organ is extra from beginning to end. It's a whole replicated or duplicated organ. There has to be two digestive areas, one next to the other. From beginning to end, like the bird, which comes with a double set. Or, it comes out like a branch from a bow, and it's separated. And this applies to whether in a fowl, or, in an animal, but if this extra organ becomes assimilated and rejoins the original intestine, and becomes one of the two heads, and they're both separate in the middle, this is really not considered a full yeser, a full extra organ. It's permissible, and there is no definition of an extra organ because it rejoins End of chapter 6.